Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, hello. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN on a Monday. Man, I feel horrible. I missed the Bills game yesterday. I can't believe you. Oh, never mind. Never mind. But, uh, well, the Dolphins were on, and uh, so are the 49ers and them other guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those guys. Anyway, uh, welcome. It is uh, Bowerly. Hey, Josh, this is kind of disturbing. Um, our cable service has been disabled. I uh, turned on our uh, cable here, and it's been disabled. I don't seem to be able to see Fox News. Uh, That's a little bit weird, obviously, a conspiracy. I had actually switched over to Newsmax, but Newsmax was so bad on January 6th that I went back to Fox because all hell is breaking loose in Washington, and if you were watching Newsmax, you had no idea that anything was happening in Washington. So I said, yeah, I better stick to somebody I know is at least going to tell me when there's breaking news going on if I don't catch it elsewhere. But I hope that you had a wonderful weekend. Horrible way to start off the week, though, with a triple fatal on the 33 heading into the city. Now, as I understand it, it was at the 198 off-ramp, that area. And I don't know if they hit the yellow barrels, but those are supposed to act as shock absorbers. Uh, Sometimes they're filled with water. Um, I I don't know the specifics of that accident other than just horrific. Three people dying, six people in total in the vehicle, and uh, that's not... Obviously, it's the people who were um, injured and who died, but it's also the people who had to uh, to witness that. I don't know if anybody in the audience was on the road at that time and saw that horrific situation, but uh, that's very that's very tough. I mean, the EMS people, the first responders, police officers, they've got to deal with that stuff uh, a lot, but 
um, it's something where if you are not used to it, and in some cases I don't think you ever get used to it, like for example with children, um, that's uh, it's just it's uh, it's a tough thing to see. It truly is. It is uh, ten minutes after two at News Radio nine thirty WBEN. I don't know if you guys want serious or if you want not so serious today. If I was going to do serious, and I might. I might open up the Bowerly bitch line. That is to say, the Bowerly complaint line, which kind of leaves things wide open for a lot of different topics. You know, the COVID boosters, the COVID vaccines. We haven't talked about that in a long time. And I will tell you that uh, having had COVID once, having had the first two shots, I did not receive the booster. I am not going to get any more boosters. I'm done. I'm done. If my body cannot fight off COVID after having had it once successfully, well, then that's my body's fault. It's my body's problem. But uh, that, and, and I, I, I wonder uh, all the people who lost jobs because in, in healthcare because you couldn't get, uh, you you didn't want to receive the vaccine. I wonder what you guys are up to now because a lot of you told me you were going to quit. So that would be that would be like one of my 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 uh, bitch topic shows. The other. Um, thing that, and we've we've certainly talked about driving a lot because it's getting worse. I think people are getting worse in general. I think people, with whatever whatever with the pandemic, I think they're not as uh, as civil as they used to be, uh, for want of a better term. We've talked about this before. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, selfishness, or shall we say, unawarity. <laughs> Unawarity, I just made up a word, uh, on on the roads. People who are just uh, clueless, people who don't understand there are other people on the roads with them. Oh, it's enough It's enough to drive you crazy. But, you know, I'll, I'll get into what I really want to talk about in just a moment. I thought we might start off this week having a little bit of fun. But uh, the thing that really, really gets me. Okay, how many of you have had to go in? for surgery over the past couple of years. Okay, I have, once or twice. And here there are two things that really annoy the hell out of me. Number one is, every time you are going in for a surgery, you have to have the pre-surgical clearance. So you got to go to the hospital and get an EKG, a chest X-ray, a urinalysis, a blood test, all of these things. In some cases, you got to get clearance from your cardiologist. You have to get clearance, of course, from your primary care physician. And I, honest to goodness, I'm starting to feel like it is just an enormous racket. And the thing that really is getting on my nerve lately. Now, keep in mind, um, I this this year, 2022, has been the most ridiculous year of my life as far as doctors and surgeries and all that kind of stuff. It has been beyond ridiculous. Be absolutely beyond ridiculous. But the I don't know if it's the sh- uh, staffing shortage or what, but. Have you noticed that when you call places, and it seems to be an epidemic, uh, a lot of times you'll find this at doctor's offices, but I suspect you'll find it in other areas of life too. It's just that, unfortunately, I spent every waking moment before the show prepping for the show and also trying to get through to various doctor's offices. It seems like you are on hold 
longer than you have ever been before in your life. You are caller number nine in the queue. You figure, oh, that's going to be 25 minutes of my life on hold. You ever feel like you're spending more time uh, of your life on hold than you ever have before? I don't remember it ever being like this. It's got to have something to do with the staffing situation and something else. And I, I'm trying to figure out how I put this into a show, but... The In addition to being on hold longer than you've ever been on hold before, seemingly no matter whom you call, um, the, the street lights, the traffic lights, the signals around here seem to have been lengthened to unholy and ungodly uh, durations. It has gotten ridiculous. Have you? I mean, I I wish I had done before and after stopwatches on certain lights, but there are some lights in this area, and of course, a lot of it's going to depend on where you are driving, where you live, where you work, your errands, and all that kind of stuff. But there are some lights that seem to be taking two to two and a half times longer than they ever have before. And you can look in your rearview mirror and see traffic just backing up and piling up behind you. And I'm not even talking about rush hour. I'm not even talking about the drive times. I'm talking about just a standard ride. I don't know what, I got to talk to my guy, but I don't know what they've done with, with the traffic lights, but they just seem to be dragging on and on and on, and this is why your humble host is a big fan of what I call rotaries. You might call them roundabouts, or you might be the guy to call in to say, well, Tom, there's a fundamental difference between rotaries and roundabouts. All right, the, the traffic circles, can we just agree? A tra- I Give me a traffic circle any day of the week. Don't give me a red light. Don't give me traffic signals, no. Rotaries, traffic circles, Absolutely. Josh, I'm just curious if you, in your young life, if you have noticed over the past two years, traffic lights in your area where you live in the sticks, I think you've got electricity out there, but have you noticed that you are waiting longer and longer and longer at certain lights? Yeah, there's some lights. I mean, my my town's a one-light town, but when I'm driving on my way here, there's some lights I hit, and it's like, Oh my God, I'm going to be late for work. And I'm like, it's even the ones right around the corner from here. It's like, I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And then finally, when it turns green, the person in front of me doesn't go. And then you're like, come on, just go. Like, it's finally green. Like, let's do this. Come on. But yeah, no, I've definitely noticed that. Okay. And would you put a time frame on that? I'm saying in about the last two years or so. Yeah, I I think it's more than the last year rather than the last two, but I think it's definitely within the last two. Well, we we may have to bring out the bitch desk uh, later on. I I don't like to call it the bitch desk because people think that it's uh, misogynistic in some way. Uh, Grumpy old man desk. We can call it that. I don't care. Grumpy young man desk. Fine by me. It's not a misogyny thing. It's a we all have things that drive us crazy. But this, this being on hold interminably and all of these things you have to do just to get a surgery. You're to get one surgery. You're looking at about three different appointments, not even counting the surgery, and it is a giant pain in the butt. And they're still making you get the COVID test. Can we just agree that COVID is here? It will always be here. It's always going to be a part of life, and it's just it's just one of those things. It will always be around. 
Um, I, I I don't know when we're going to move past the whole panic part of the pandemic. I, I don't know when that's going to come. But I thought we might. Oh, uh, David's show on, on, on firearms. Um, I don't know how I feel about open carry because – on the one hand, it does not bother me to see people with firearms. It doesn't it doesn't affect me one way or the other. If I saw you walking down the street with a pistol and a holster like it was 1870, it, it's not going to bother me in the least. On the other hand, from a practical point of view, I kind of like the concealed idea because nobody knows you've got it. And if some bad guy knows that there's a good guy with a gun, the good guy with the gun would be the first logical target to take out. So you kind of open yourself up in terms of low-hanging fruit. But the um, the concealed is, uh, I, in some respects, I think is better. But at the same time, if you carry open, it doesn't really bother me except for your own safety, if that makes any sense whatsoever. And, and to me... And we, we've done shows on this. I don't want to uh, belabor the point or spend too much time uh, talking about it. But uh, when, when people say, well, the, the best firearm is, the way I look at it, the best firearm is the one that feels the most comfortable for you. Is it the weight you want to lug around? The grips, are they made for your hands? We've all got different shape and sizes of hands, and some firearms just fit better into your hand than do other firearms. And uh, the most comfortable firearm I own is a Smith & Wesson Model 15 38 caliber revolver with the, uh, the old Pacmar grips on it, and that thing was made for my hand. It was literally made for my hand, and so was the Kimber 45. That's another one made for my hand. And the Luger 22, um, it's not a good carry piece at all. It's great for target shooting because it's inexpensive to use and very, very reliable. I'm not going to say it's jam free, but it's as close to jam free as I've ever encountered with a semi automatic. But the, the Kimber 45 is still pretty cool. Buddy of mine just got himself a 380. Someday we're going to get him a, a man's firearm, but uh, we'll you know, see how that works. Anyway, sorry, little shot. You guys want to have a little bit of fun to start off the show? Because I, I wouldn't mind having some fun. Okay, this is one of those weird Bowerly topics, so I hope you'll bear with me. So uh, you know who's in town tonight? And you know who Josh will be playing for our musical bumps today? Okay, you know who's in town? Think okay. I want you to think about iconic record album covers or CD covers. Okay, now think about one with a big circle on it with a pink flamingo in the middle. I believe it has one of its feet. Call them feet uh, up in an upright. It looks like a pink flamingo. Christopher Cross. You do remember Christopher Cross, right? Josh is looking at me with a blank stare. Not to be concerned, uh, not to be confused with Chris Cross, but Christopher Cross. Uh, he's the guy who did Sailing, Ride Like the Wind, Arthur's Theme, When You Get Caught Between the Moon and New York City. Those, those songs. That's Christopher Cross, Josh. Oh, maybe I shouldn't even do this topic. If you don't know who Christopher Cross is, I'm, uh, I, wow, that's that's kind of that's rather disturbing. Um, Christopher Cross, along with Michael McDonald and a few other select performers, is one of what you would call the um, 
godfathers of yacht rock, uh, that whole genre of music. And he's in town tonight, and he's playing at the Riviera Theater. Now, I didn't ask for them, okay, but full disclosure, I have been, um, I'm going to be a guest of the Riviera Theater tonight. I've done some things for them in the past, like introducing people, so I'm just letting you know that, yes, I'm going, and yes, I'm being comped, and there's nothing sleazy going on with my talking about it. It's nothing underhanded or anything. Um, I'd be doing this as a topic even if I wasn't going, but um, Christopher Cross is in town, and Say, uh, Christopher Cross is a great guitar player, first of all. Let's just get that right out of the way. When you see him tonight, you're going to be amazed by how well he plays guitar. I'm not sure how well his voice has held up over the years because he had a very uh, distinctive voice and a very, I, I would say almost, and I, please don't take this the wrong way, but almost a very feminine kind of a voice with the range um, he was able to hit as a vocalist. And the guy's a tremendous tremendous songwriter. Uh, but Christopher Cross is one of those guys, if you would have told me in 1980, hey, Tom, one day in your life, many years from now, you're going to see Christopher Cross in concert. I would say, no, no, not me. No, no, that's, that's not going to happen. No. But here I am, okay? It's Monday. It's a beautiful day outside. I'm rather fond of that whole yacht rock genre, and I'm looking forward to the show. Um, it, it's not like I'm looking forward to uh, McCartney or the Beatles if they were back together miraculously, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, a nice evening, quite frankly. But that got me thinking to um, a few questions Related to stuff like this, and I hope that you guys can get into the spirit of this on a Monday. Okay. Um, I don't know how exactly to phrase this, but have you surprised yourself with the stuff that you now like that you did not like in your younger days? Or maybe you wouldn't admit to yourself that you liked it in your earlier days. I mean, let me just say this, even in 2022, okay, there are men and women that don't know, they don't realize they're gay. They don't realize they're homosexual. And it's it's like, I, I don't, like, when you have somebody, and I'm not, this is not judgmental. I don't care what people do. I love my gays. I've always loved my gays. Even before it was cool to love your gays, I loved my gays. But there are some people who, for whatever reason, can't admit to themselves what their predilections happen to be. And there's nothing to be ashamed of any more than are you left-handed. You know, I, I don't think most people, I don't think most people care. But some people secretly like things that they don't want to admit or maybe they don't know they actually like. Let me give you, let me give you a couple of examples, musically speaking, okay? ABBA. Josh, please tell me you've heard of ABBA. Thank God. Okay, so ABBA was a super group, most prolific in the 1970s. They had some amazing songs. But if you're a teenage boy in the 1970s, the last thing you're going to do is tell your buddies, hey, I'm going to see ABBA. You would have been probably beaten up at my school. Or, hey, uh, Barry Manilow's coming to town. Can't wait to see Barry. Boom! Right in the kisser. 
there are some, yeah, there's some performers you're just not supposed to like because of how they are perceived. Uh, David Belvia's first concert was The Monkees. And I, I'll tell you, before he was a War Hero Medal of Honor recipient, he showed tremendous courage at a young age by seeing the Monkees in their reunion tour in the 1980s as the first concert he ever attended. I love that story. Wish I would have been there to see the Monkees. But are there, uh, how do I phrase this? Are there certain performers or acts that have grown on you? Ah, that have grown on you. Like, you never thought you'd like them, but they've grown on you. Are there some performers, and I just mentioned a couple of them, some performers you wish you would have seen in their prime, but for whatever reason, you missed the boat. And one of the things that I'm going to say about myself is I am always, it seems, late to the party when it comes to popular culture. In the early 2000s, as the Sopranos took off, okay, I wasn't a fan of the Sopranos. I just, I didn't have HBO, and I didn't understand what the big fuss was all about. So late in the series, and after the series went off the air, basically I became a Sopranos expert, probably about 10 years too late. But that's me. I'm always late to the pop culture party with movies, with albums. It, it, it's, it's just the strangest thing. All right. That is the, the basic setup of what we're going to get into the first part of the show. Thought we could have a little bit of fun if you're in the mood for fun. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. Oh, real quick, too. If somebody's got that photograph of the skeleton decorations on the front yard with a skeleton wearing a Josh Allen jersey jumping over another skeleton. Would you please send me that picture to Tom at WBEN.com? Tom at WBEN.com. The picture of the skeleton in the Josh Allen jersey hurtling over another skeleton. I'd like to put it up on my Facebook. All right, it's Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Glad you're with us on a Monday. We'll try to make this fun and pain-free for you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. See, our engineer, Nate, is a perfect example of why I'm doing this show today. I started talking about Christopher Cross in the hallway, and he started fluttering his arms as though he were floating in the sea. And he looked at me with a look of absolute disbelief that I would mention Christopher Cross. My goodness. But anyway, yeah, he's in town tonight, and he's playing at the Riv. And, yeah, I'm going to be a guest of the Riv. I, as you know, I've got a good relationship with them and have had for many years, and there's nothing nothing sleazy or underhanded going on. Um, I can't really be bought for a $40 ticket. <laughs> be a little more than that. But anyway, uh, are there acts or performers you wish you would have seen back in the day when they were big, but you were too cool for school? And are you late to the party all the time with popular culture like your humble host and The Sopranos? When it was on, I was a little bit confused when people would say, did you see what happened to Pussy last night? Like, what are we talking about here? Oh, The Sopranos. Okay. All right. I got it now. Um, But since then, I pretty much know the show I, I, almost line for line. Almost. Pretty close to it. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to uh, Amy in Chictawaga. Amy, uh, what's going on with you, dear? Hi, how are you? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's, what are you doing in the background? It sounds like you're preoccupied. <laughs> no, actually, I came back inside. The, the lawnmower just went on next door, so that ruined that. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I want to say, you know, I'm from Chicago. I grew up in a rock and roll town. I hate to admit it. I always hated country music, or I thought I did. 
No, I don't mind it so much. Like Morgan Welling and some other uh, artists nowadays actually opened up my mind. I, I think maybe it's the older that I've gotten, all of a sudden I'm more open-minded. And guess what? I would go see Christopher Cross tonight. I'm glad you told me he's playing. Really? Then. Oh, yes. 30 years ago, I would never admit it, but I would definitely go see him now. Well, okay, what what happened with, with country music? Because a lot of people think they don't like country music. And a lot of people tell their friends, oh, I don't like country music. Um, at the Garth Brooks concert, somebody I thought who did not really like country music knew each and every lyric of each and every Garth Brooks song. You kidding me? Yeah, because this town, we're, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're backdated a little bit, I think, here. You know, you look around and, and and the kids, they buy their parents' house. They stay in the same clique, same neighborhood. They're kind of prejudgmental. You know, they're kind of hypocritical. <laughs> you know, it's chick water. Well, I think mean, people are kind of like that anywhere. Um, don't think it's a chick thing. Uh, but, uh, Amy, I, I thank you very much. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the call. Um, is there a how, – how have you changed over the years with your preferences – like this lady growing up, country music, are you kidding me? Now she loves country music. Um, I'm going to a concert tonight that I never thought I'd see in a million years. Me? A Christopher Cross concert? Uh-huh. And I'm looking forward to it. But there are so many performers I wish I'd have seen back in the day. And, I mean, just to totally lose every man point that I still have remaining, ABBA. I would see ABBA in a minute. If ABBA got back together for a one-night-only performance... I would fly, no matter where they were playing, to see ABBA. You know who else? Don't laugh. The Bee Gees. The Bee Gees, absolutely amazing. But if I had seen the Bee Gees when I was 16 years old, you realize I wouldn't have any teeth left. I would have been beaten up to a pulp at Kenmore East, right? Let's go to Aaron in Toronto on WBEN. Hello. You know what? You took the words right out of my mouth, Tom. Honestly, while I was sitting here, I was like, ABBA. You call them ABBA. We can discuss that for hours on end, I'm sure. But I was like, if I could see anyone today, it would be ABBA. Um, someone I regret not ever seeing because the last time he came to our city, I was like, you know what? I'll see him next time was Tom Petty. Yes. And I never, yeah, I never got to see him. Um, my ex-girlfriend got to see Prince at his last show, which was like two days before he, sh- you know, two days after he died. Sorry. Two days before he died, he performed here in Toronto, and my ex got to see him, and I envy her for that. It's like, these are performers I never got to see. But um, to address your question about, you know, bands that aren't necessarily popular, but I still went to see them anyways, there's a band called Hanson, and they had that song, Mbop, right? And I remember my buddy Ryan and I, we were like 15 or 16 at the time, and we saw it as an opportunity to go meet women. We were like, dude, there's going to be so many girls at this concert. And sure enough, there were. And sure enough, by the end of the concert, we were bopping with the rest of the crowd. Oh, my goodness. Well, recently in Buffalo, there's a concert featuring um, a bunch of 80s. Let's see. Um, oh, come on. Help me, Tom. Help me. Help me, Brain. Help me. Rick Astley was one of the performers. Uh, who else? Who else was playing? Was it the Backstreet Boys? I don't remember, but it was. It, I almost went to that show, but I, 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 you know what? Whenever you go out, uh, when you are a working, functioning member of society, as I sometimes, occasionally might find myself being, there's a price to be paid for everything. 
and you have to kind of space your um, work week going out so that you're not a zombie the next day at work. I get you, Tom. If I could ask the question, do you think there's something to be said generationally about the music we listen to and the appeasement we look from others? Because someone like Nickelback, for instance, a band that I'm sure everybody listens to when no one's looking, huh. but no one will admit they like them. And it's like, why? Because you want the appeasement of others? You go to one of their concerts, guess what? It's sold out. So there's a lot of you that like the music. So why is it that you're afraid to admit that you like it? You mean, you the, I mean Tom? the approval of other people for your music? I... You know what? I think there, well, obviously there's something to be said for that, especially among younger people, because seriously, um, there are groups that I've always closetly loved, such as ABBA, or if you prefer ABBA, um, but I, there's just no way I could have pulled that, I could have worked that out. And now, you take a group like the Eagles, the 1970s Eagles, Hotel California, the long run in, uh, what, 1980, whenever it was. Um, now, those those concerts, everybody could go to, and they were super cool, no matter who you were. But other performers, and I mentioned one of them, like Barry Manilow, and even the Bee Gees. Do you, do you have any idea how good, how incredible, how amazing the Bee Gees were they were really. phenomenal. They were great songwriters, unbelievable vocalists, and they were extremely talented musicians. And yet, despite you go, you listen to the best of the Bee Gees today, and you're going to say, "I know that song." Wait, I know that song. I know that every single song you are going to know. And they, unfortunately, um, there's only one Bee Gee who, is, Brothers Gibb, who is still alive. And uh, just phenomenal talents. I'm not sure how many times they played Buffalo, but I seem to vaguely remember hearing about a Bee Gees show here and how stupid it was not to go. How stupid. Well, can I ask you, Tom, was was it uncool to go? Like, was were the Bee Gees seen as something that was not yes. you know, cool? It, yeah, it, in, indeed. At least where I hung out, they were uncool. Now, if you would have talked about The Who or Super Tramp or even Peter Frampton, that would have been acceptable. The Bee Gees, Barry Manilow, ABBA, Christopher Cross, absolutely not acceptable. Or I if it was acceptable, really it was acceptable for the girls to go. Oh, that's a girls concert. And then there are some people that everybody's supposed to everybody's supposed to like. For example, Ozzy Osbourne. Everybody is supposed to get all fuzzy, you know, warm, touchy feely about Ozzy Osbourne. He, and he gets a pass uh, no matter what he does because he's beloved. Well, and this is where I'd say the polarization of the black and white way we look at things, right? And it's like, just because I like something that maybe is more feminine doesn't make me less masculine. And now we've got this term like toxic masculinity. And it's like, well, there's a balance in between the way this pendulum is swinging. We don't need to go full this way or full that way. There is a medium. And I can be, uh, you know, a bad boy and still listen to Nickelback. Or I can be an innocent little girl and still love Ozzy Osbourne. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I think I think I get it. Um, thank you, Aaron. I appreciate the uh, phone call. Welcome to the show. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So I thought we'd have a little bit of fun starting off the show today because uh, <clears throat> I am uh, going to the Christopher Cross show tonight. And when Christopher Cross's debut album came out, if you had told the teenage Tommy that 
that on uh, October the 24th of 2022, he would be going to see Christopher Cross in concert, Teenage Tommy would have said, no, no, that's not going to happen. But in fact, it is going to happen. So have, have your tastes changed over the years? Or are you just more honest with yourself now about what it is you like? And when it comes to pop culture, are you one of these people who is ahead of the curve, with the curve, or behind the curve? And I'm somebody who is, and I, I hate to admit this because it's not easy sometimes for me to talk about pop culture stuff on the program because you guys are into a whole bunch of things that I have never seen. I know, for example, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, I know that The Wire is one of the greatest TV shows ever. Have I seen it? No, I've not. I understand that many of you are fanatics about Breaking Bad, even a couple of years since it's been off the air, more than a couple of years. But it is one of those enduring shows. Every TV critic says it's one of the best ever made. And as far as the uh, Sopranos are concerned, pretty much every TV critic of whom I am aware, pretty much every TV critic of whom I am aware uh, says that The Sopranos would be the greatest show that has ever aired, that has ever been made, The Sopranos. And yet, uh, saying that, I must tell you that uh, when it was on, I was in the learning stages, and now that it's uh, now that it's off, um, <laughs> now that it's off, uh, I have not uh, been able to uh, turn it off, um, and it goes. It goes well beyond the final episode, the Made in America. It goes well beyond Pine Barrens. Most people say Pine Barrens was the best Sopranos episode ever filmed with the Russian in the trunk and the, the shovel and wondering if the guy was dead or alive in the woods. And that's one of those plot lines of the Sopranos that uh, David Chase never followed through on. And supposedly, those of you who are fans of the Sopranos, supposedly... What was going to happen is the Russian was going to be found in the woods by a bunch of Boy Scouts. Uh, he was going to go back to work for his Russian crime boss, but he wasn't going to have much of a memory. So he, he wasn't going to be able to tell his Russian crime boss, boss uh, who exactly had put the bullet in his head and left him for dead in the woods uh, of uh, the Pine Barrens of uh, New Jersey. little Sopranos trivia note of what might have happened. So uh, have you changed in, in what you like or what you will go to over the years? And have you surprised yourself with that change? Country music. Now, see, that is a great one right there. Country music. Some people, I think, are born into country music and for other people, it is an acquired taste. And country music, folks, country music runs a very um, huge uh, gamut of, 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 of musical uh, styles. For example, you can go back and listen to something as basic as some of the early Hank Williams Sr. recordings. Hey, good looking, what you got cooking? Um, all, all, all those, all those, uh, all those great Hank Williams senior songs. But then you you take it up to the present day or the almost present day Hank Williams Jr. Totally different style of music, yet it still is country music and outlaw country and Garth Brooks. It, it's a huge gamut. 
But country music is something that – what I find strange about country music is people seem to say they either love it or they hate it. But as I found out at the Garth Brooks concert, even somebody who said she hated country music knew every single line of every single song that Garth Brooks did at Highmark Stadium. Now, I thought that was a little bit weird, not going to lie. The uh, phone number for your participation in the program is uh, 803-0930, star 930, on the cell phone 1-800-616-WBEN. Is there an act or is there a performer that you kick yourself because you did not see them? And I have named some of mine. And Aaron in Toronto, he mentioned Tom Petty. How many of you, when Aaron mentioned Tom Petty, said, wow, that was my situation too? How many times did Tom Petty come to Western New York? Didn't it seem like almost every summer Tom Petty was somewhere within a 50-mile radius of Buffalo? Didn't he do a number of shows at uh, Darien Lake? Wasn't that Tom Petty country, Darien Lake? Okay, now, all due respect, I'm not a big fan of concerts at Darien Lake. Because I'm not a big fan of the parking, the lack of lighting in the parking lot, and getting out of the parking lot after a show. Not a big fan of it. Uh, And again, that's just my personal preference. Things that I enjoy, things that I don't enjoy. But I always told myself when it came to Tom Petty, you know what? Not this year. Maybe next year when he comes along. Maybe next year I'll see Tom Petty. And unfortunately, uh, two days after his final show, Tom Petty. Uh, died of a of a drug overdose. The guy was in ridiculous amounts of hip pain on tour uh, and had to take an increasing amount of drugs in order to perform because of his hip pain. And it, it's a real thing. He was really in a lot of pain because of his hip situation. But you uh, you go and you watch the video of the last show he did just uh, literally hours before his death. And he gave it everything he had. Tom Petty left everything that he had on that stage in California. Was it the Hollywood Bowl, his uh, his last shows? But anyway, uh, Tom Petty is a great example of missing the boat. The boat was in town, and you missed it. Let me give you another one, okay? Um, just getting away from the Bee Gees and Christopher Cross and Barry Manilow and that kind of stuff. Um, there are classic bands that toured when they were the original members of the classic bands. One of them would be The Who. How much, seriously guys, now John Entwistle and Keith Moon of The Who are no longer alive. Keith Moon, arguably one of the top rock and roll drummers, like an octopus of all time, also a man with a serious issue with alcohol, serious issue with alcohol. And what you wouldn't do to see The Who with its original lineup playing right now, or maybe 10 or 20 years ago. And let me give you another one. And some of you uh, listening to this show are going to laugh at me, but because you saw them, Leonard Skinner. I mean, the original Leonard Skinner. Okay, Ronnie Van Zant, that Leonard Leonard Skinner, um, would love to have seen those guys. But unfortunately, sometimes when you want to see a performer, your age and your parents get in the way. Because at 12 years old, there was no way I was going to talk my parents into letting me see Leonard Skinner. 
it was never going to happen. Um, I think my brother uh, wanted to see Alice Cooper, and mom and dad wouldn't let him see Alice Cooper for some reason that I don't understand, because you listen to Alice Cooper interviewed now, he's one of the most normal-sounding individuals. He just seems like, wow, he's super intelligent. I'd like to pick his brain sometime, Alice Cooper. But he had this stage persona uh, that was real big in that era of, I guess we'd call that glam rock, for want of a better term. But are there things that you, um, are, are there shows or, or music that you have grown into over the years that you wish now you would have seen back then? And this whole thing comes about because uh, I'm admitting to you that I'm going to see Christopher Cross tonight uh, sailing. Takes me away to where, that one? Okay, uh, Christopher Cross. And you, you know what? At the age of 15, I would never have said that publicly. I probably would have hid my face in shame walking in. I remember feeling awkward going into a Gordon Lightfoot show at Melody Fair. I didn't because you don't want it when you're a teenager or a young man or a young woman, you don't want to be thought of as being uncool. The older we get, hopefully, the less we really care about what other people think about what we happen to uh, to enjoy. I mean, how many times have I seen Steely Dan? Uh, and I'll see I'll see Steely Dan and Fagan for as long as they're performing. You know, it's just uh, you know, it's fun stalking them. Eight oh three, sound familiar there, Josh? Eight oh three. I've been doing some research on you, Josh. And eight oh three oh nine thirty is the uh, phone number. Star nine thirty on the cell phone. One eight hundred six one six W B E N. You know, Josh, I just happen to have an extra ticket, and I know that I don't know you and you don't know me and that this might be incredibly creepy, but would you like to go with me somewhere? Maybe we could stay overnight. Maybe I can introduce you to my mom. Um, anyway, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a tax 
protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.